Hey, 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 good morning, everybody, or evening, depending on when you're listening to this. It's uh, Thursday, the 29th of November, almost wrapping up the month. I can't believe it. December is almost here. You are tuned in to OK First of All, and I am your host, Billy Brett. Woo! First things first, on my way to work, per usual, Uh, it rained last night and into early this morning. Nothing too crazy, but, of course, the drivers here in Nevada act like they're in a fucking monsoon in the Philippines and don't know how to drive, so, whatever. (laughs) Which is crazy, because I'm sure half of these people are from California anyways, and I sure as shit remember how to drive in the rain from there, but, whatever. We are where we are, with dealing with these people here pretending to not have any idea what to do with a couple droplets of water. Um, man, real quick, off the bat, quick jag that I had that just rubbed me the wrong way. I want to know what you people think out there. I was at Home Depot last night, because I'm an adult, and uh, just getting like some Christmas stuff, ornaments and lights and whatever, and uh, not one. But two dogs were in Home Depot. Their owners are bringing their dogs. And I I felt so fucking, I don't know, it bugged me so bad. I don't know where the fuck we got off on this tangent where dogs need to go with us everywhere. I blame fucking Paris Hilton. But, Jesus Christ, Home fucking Depot? Really? You can leave your dog in the car or, if you know, if you're going to be in there for super long, at God forbid, at the fucking house where they need to be while you go shopping at Home Depot. It's not PetSmart. It's not the fucking park. What? I highly doubt. You know what? I wouldn't say highly doubt. I'll I'll play devil's advocate here. I'll just say 50-50. Percent of the owners, if they're walking a dog in there and that dog takes shit, I'm going to say 50-50 of you guys either don't have a bag or... I mean, why would you even want to inconvenience yourself? Or, again, the fucking employees who work there when your dog shits in aisle 37 in front of the plumbing, or when it pisses on the fucking uh, the uh, display Christmas trees, or the petunias out in the garden. Like, what the fuck is happening with people and society? Why does your dog need to go every step of the fucking way with you. It is absolutely disgusting. Like, really? Really? I, I, I couldn't I couldn't get it. I just couldn't understand it. I, I don't know why we have to have this. And I love my dog. I love my dog. Do I need to fucking take my dog everywhere I go? Absolutely not. Like, what the hell? Why is this a thing for people now? Because, I mean, look at the fucking airlines. That's what happens now. Look at the airports. Just a trail of shit. Fuck a trail of tears. Just a trail of shit all throughout the terminals with, again, moderately 50% of people who, oh, my dog gets nervous, so it just shits everywhere. Uh, So, you know, lowly, uh, probably Mexican woman has to come by and clean it up later. Not what they're fucking planning on doing. Or you do get it onto the plane. And now it's just stuck in a cabin for anywhere from 45 minutes to 
potentially three, four fucking hours, what do you think is going to happen? You make everybody else either uncomfortable or just whatever, and they got to deal with your cockapoo bullshit who's literally shitting in the middle of the aisle and just thinking up the place or just just all over the fucking place. Why, why does a traveler need to worry about a potential dog just all up in its shit when it's trying to get from here to, to fucking Des Moines to go visit, <coughs> I don't know, to Denver to go visit some family, and I got to worry about your fucking dog all up in my shit or potentially shitting a few hours back and stinking up the whole fucking place. I think it's just completely snowballed. Thank God a couple of airlines are finally putting a halt or at least some more restrictions on this fucking, uh, uh, what is it called? The support animal bullshit. Because that, that was just a fucking ticking time bomb. And because we don't judge anybody no more, and we can't say no to people as a society, people just take advantage. I mean, that's just people's, that's people's, it's in their DNA. It's what's going to happen. You give people an inch, they're going to try to take a mile as much as they can, and it's unfortunate, but that's just how I believe 98% of us are wired. So, yeah, there's going to be some collateral damage. That shit got so insane that finally people are like, hey, uh, what the fuck? So I think there's like three or so airlines that have like formally put some restrictions on it. That's, got it. It's, that's how it has to be. That's how it has to be. Sure, it started with a couple people wanting to get away with it, or maybe people who actually needed it. I legitimately can't get out of this house without a uh, little fucking Dixie here who helps me make it through my day. My personal thoughts, well, maybe you shouldn't be fucking traveling, but whatever. Here we are. I would say take some fucking Xanax and shut the fuck up, but you need your dog. Good for you. Here you are. That snowballs into other people like, well, shit. Uh, what, what's that you say? I don't have to pay for my dog if I give it a fucking pretend uh, certificate off the Internet and handcraft a vest? All right. Well, here we go. And then it just kept on going. It kept on going. I heard this report of a chick the other day who got told to chill the fuck out because she tried to take three dogs on an airline. People are terrible, and that's what happens. So, again, root of all this bullshit, Paris Hilton, and overall summary, people suck. So, my apologies for that quick jag, but... Man, did it rub me the wrong fucking way last night. I was just like, what the hell is going on? Like, And I get it. Home Depot has a little bit of an open-air vibe, feel to it. Home construction, you're doing your DIY projects. Maybe you're making a fucking house for said dog. But inside the fucking store, like, it's bound to happen. I'm sure multiple times throughout the day where assholes take their fucking dog in a Home Depot and it pisses on the side or it shits over there. And poor Joe Schmo, who's making $12 an hour, if they're lucky, has to come and clean this shit up? Poor shit. All right. End of rant one. My apologies. Man, the juices are flowing today, baby. Um... I had a friend of mine tell me that he wanted to hear some more drug stories, some more wrestling stories, and some more video game stories. 
Um, I don't know if you want it in that order, but here we go. Video games, right now, I am balls deep on Red Dead Redemption 2. I, uh, I don't even know the percentage in which I'm at. I don't think I'll ever complete the game. Like, you know, I'll finish the campaign mode, but there's so much shit in this game as far as side projects you can do and hidden stuff for you to find and just a whole, a whole smorgasbord of extras. Rockstar always kills it, man. They always hit it out of the park. And for that reason, it's, it's taken over my life straight up. Um, just a fantastic game, man. It's crazy because I was playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is another fucking masterpiece. Uh, I've been off and on with WWE, which is always fun. Uh, Madden, incredible. Amazing Spider-Man was, was, was that, amazing. Finished that bad boy up, though. So, uh, as great as that game was, it's not like a throw it back in and play again kind of game. Like, Probably, I probably shifted it over into my uh, trade-in pile for the next obsession I buy soon. I don't know what's coming out soon, but I'm sure I'll find something because I'm a piece of shit. Um, but yeah, man, I've been loving my video games. That, that's it. I don't know if I say I'm a gamer, but I just, I, I waste endless amounts of time on video games, and that's where I'm at. Could be a lot worse, man. I could be, I could be in the club. So... I tell my old lady that all the time. I'm like, look here, woman. Uh, yeah, they're a little bit expensive. Yeah, maybe I uh, spend a little bit more time there than, than I do with you. Whatever, okay? But you should find some kind of solace in knowing that I'm not at the strip club. I'm not at the bar, okay? So a little bit of thank you and gratitude, woman, would be great. Um, no, nah, I'm just... She's pretty great, though. She's pretty cool about it. I, she's, well, I don't know. She she, she she plays nice, I'll say that. She does say that, though. She does admit, yeah, I get it. You could be somewhere else, so that's cool. At least I know you're here every night doing whatever. But whatever is what it is. Video games. Poor Vita. Um, wrestling. Wrestling. Oh! A little backstory, actually, before we even get into wrestling wrestling. It's been on my mind a lot lately is my old backyard wrestling days. Whew! This, actually, this friend who brought it up was was in my, uh, was in the backyard wrestling organization that I was in, if you want to call it that. <clears throat> I actually helped put this kid over. I was a champion at the time, and I dropped the belt to him kind of like a nod of respect, kind of passing the torch to this guy. I was a man, baby. I was the man. I was the impact player. I was the franchise. The wrestling organization was EHW, Extreme Hardcore Wrestling. Yes, it was in my friend's backyard. Yes, we were 16 to 18 years old. Yes, we wrestled on a trampoline for most of the matches and spilled into um, a dog shit infested backyard and uh, part-time garden. Yes, 
our belts were made out of cardboard and weightlifting belts. But we left it all out there. Blood, sweat, tears, patches of hair. We did it all. I, I, I take nothing back. That was some of the best years of my life. Incredible storytelling. We were all fans. We were all fans. We all knew what we were doing. I mean, maybe not physically, but we knew what we were doing. We were selling a story. We were having the best time of our lives. There was, I mean, there was rivalries. There was family feuds. There was injuries. <laughs> Quite a bit. Maybe more than there should have been, but whatever. Um, it was just great, man. It was just great. Uh, my buddy has all of we. Okay, so we would get together every Sunday, I believe, if I remember correctly. Um, you know, pile into a couple of us would pile into a car, make a McDonald's run super early because we were going to be there. So we'd go get 25-cent cheeseburgers and just get, like, 20 of them and have that throughout the day just to munch on because we were going to be putting in a minimum, a literal six-hour day, literally. Um, if we needed to get some tapes because we were, we were recording on handheld camera, uh, if we needed to go get some tapes, we would make that run <clears throat> to Good Guys or Circuit City, just to try to date and age myself. Um, get a three-pack of those for, like, $17. Um, and then, you know, we would maybe cruise the city throughout the week, finding construction cones and, and construction signs and uh, wet floor signs, just trash bullshit that we could use, fluorescent lights that we could bust that would make a good pop, uh, fucking throwing out ironing boards, the folding chairs, just incredible stuff. Because we, again, brought it. Uh, my time, I, I mean, just, every, just so everyone's known and on the up and up, I was the last heavyweight champion of the Federation. And when we went under, when we folded for financial purposes, I was a man. So there's that. People say I won the belt a little shaky, but whatever. A W is a W. I was a champion. Um, yeah, man. I started out wrestling earlier than that with some other buddies. That wasn't going anywhere. So me being the free agent that I was, I joined joined up this other Upshot group, this other Upshot company with my, with uh, a few closer friends, and it just went off from there. I'm talking, I was a highly coveted free agent, man, and I brought the fucking, I brought the hammer. Immediately became the transcontinental champion, kind of second tier belt, but very respectable. I uh, I actually put an ironing board through a buddy of mine's chin and left a hole right underneath his lip during our match. And I have no rag rats. <laughs> actually, I take that back. I take that back. Jay, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a freak accident, man. We were in our match. He had a he had an ironing board set up. I jumped off the trampoline. He caught me. Slammed me through said ironing board. Okay, we're good. 
what we didn't realize was the ironing board kind of folded at one end. It looked like a, a fucking candy cane. And a little bit later in the match, I got up, grabbed said ironing board, and was going to hit Jay directly in the in the in the abdomen, not realizing the ironing board was bent back, and it just went straight to his mouth, like just bam. I've never seen a man. Actually, I have seen a man call timeout in wrestling before. He did it, but here's the warrior he is, and thanks to our amazing editing, he had to go backstage, taped himself up, came back out, finished the match. Still lost, but finished the match. It was incredible. Incredible. Tip of the cap to you, Jay. Guy was over 300 pounds. He moved like a gazelle. That's being extraordinarily nice. Maybe a... Uh, Maybe I wouldn't say a gazelle, maybe maybe a water buffalo, but the guy could go. <laughs> Jay, I'm just kidding, I love you. Um, we had incredible, incredible characters like the third nipple. You heard that correctly. The Percolator 2000. The Flyboy Willie Choi. The Maniac, Matt, the Maniac. Uh, the Wild Side, Wilbur. Just a whole lot, man. A whole lot going on. Big balls, Brandon Tenori. It was fantastic. It was incredible. It cemented everything I ever needed as far as friendships for certain people. It cemented everything I ever needed as far as uh, a love and admiration for wrestling. It was it was awesome, man. Awesome. Can't take anything away from it. A bunch of pussies fucking ruined it later. I highly doubt anybody's doing backyard wrestling anymore, but, man. I mean, we would put on shows at school. We would show our pay-per-views for school projects. Everybody at school knew who the fuck we were and what what was going on. We would have people come to the shows and, and watch us. It was awesome, dude. Awesome, 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 awesome. State of wrestling again real quick. Was watching NXT last night. <clears throat> great, great match. Uh, with the, the tag team match, the Mighty versus... Uh, or, or uh, fuck, Birch and... Birch and Oni Larkin, or whatever the hell his name is. Awesome match, dude. Those teams could go. Had a good time. Fell asleep during NXT UK. I gotta finish watching that, but... Good stuff, dude. I'm loving the NXT brand again. I can't say that enough on this podcast. This podcaster loves you, NXT. Uh, okay, drugs. <laughs> on to the next subject. <clears throat> we'll get into that later, baby. We got, We need a whole episode for that. That was a whole lot of, uh, a whole lot of my early 20s, man. Crazy shit going on. I was a big-time raver, and needless to say, they go hand-in-hand. It is what it is. Made me the person I am. Helps me better understand some other shit. Man, if any of my kids decide to pop off on some shit, I will know the warning signs immediately. So test me. (laughs) <laughs> Alright man, this is this is awesome. I love doing this. I appreciate you guys who actually listen or or at least pretend to listen. Uh a couple more recommendations or anything. A little bit of interaction would be great from you guys. Anybody who's already following me on Facebook, thank you. Anybody who's jumping in on the Twitter, scene Saturn ninety one. Go ahead, man. Pop off. Anything you'd like for me to talk about. Or, you know what? 
I want to do a guest host. Maybe maybe once a month. All you all you would need to do on your end is download the app Anchor, and we would be able to patch each other together and and just go, just rant and rave, man. See where it takes us. So maybe I'll start doing that soon. If anybody's interested, hit me up. All right, man. Everybody have a fantastic day. I am almost to work. Highly considering a venti mocha so I can get my basic bitch on. Uh, You know what? Yep, that's what we're doing. (laughs) All right. I will speak to you guys on Saturday. Thanks again for always tuning in. Have a fantastic day.